What is up, everyone? Welcome to another issue of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book club show hosted by yours truly. It's Ben Pai, along with the sibling, the sister. The Anakin! Hey. Um, purposeful. And, uh, yeah, we are back with another week of reading comics. Um, again, for those of you who might be new, Sibling Rivalry is the comic book show where my sister and I sit down and we discuss um, a trade of a comic or a volume one of a manga, um, essentially trying to find um, the books that make it easy for new comic book readers to get started. Um, so, uh, and then at the end of each issue, um, we sit down and we, uh, give the books a rating. We rate the story, we rate the art, and we rate the book overall. Um, and at the, uh, end of every month, we see who has the higher score. Which we still need to determine that from last month. So if you have not cast a vote, cast a vote. Yep. On which uh, favorite. It's benpie.com slash poll the place to vote um this week was my pick um we're doing our independent book uh choice and that uh book was chosen by me um and it is hellboy seed of destruction um written and art by mike magnola um with uh, extra help writing by john byrne um and i essentially i chose this one i was between this and um League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, because they're both movies, they came out around the same time, um, and uh, they were both movies that I really, really enjoyed, uh, even though that they might not actually have been, like, great movies. Um, they're still still movies that I enjoyed watching. Um, so that was, that was my reason for um, choosing... Oh, no... Uh, choosing this book in particular. Um, and uh, I, I found out just randomly uh, that this week was also Ron Perlman's birthday. Um, and because Anna probably doesn't know, uh, Ron Perlman was the actor who played Hellboy in those first couple Hellboy movies. Cool. Cool. Um, which I really think, uh, reading this comic now, I really feel like Mike Mignola just had Ron Perlman in mind when he uh when he drew Hellboy because he looks like Ron Perlman. Yeah no I really liked I thought I liked him in the movie which I mean I didn't see the movie until a few years ago in college. Collage. Really? You didn't watch the movie until college? Yeah. Eventually <laughs> Anna's video will come back to us. I don't know why it uh why she's stuck in facepalm mode, but... Ah, uh, my this, bad. This is the world we live in. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't watch it with you. Vic made me watch it for the makeup. Oh, okay. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, why is your video still completely... Look, I can't me? fix the video. I don't know why it's stuck like that. On the bright side, though, it's not like a stupid image to be stuck on because <laughs> half my face is covered so it's fine that's true um so uh that was kind of my reasoning for picking this book um and jumping into it the first thing i've got to say about this book is um i was totally enamored 
with the like noir chiaroscuro style artwork um okay. of this book um and i i love that uh that there's a a shout out to hp lovecraft um in here cuz there's definitely um some lovecraftian elements that come into this book what with how uh, he does the the paranormal um things that uh, are encountered in the spooky cursed house and and all of that so you can you can definitely see like from the get go that that he drew some inspiration from HP uh, Lovecraft um and I I was I was here for it um I especially loved these like these chapter images I did really like the chapter images when you say film noir kind of or noir inspired paneling I really only see that in in the chapter caps everything else noir is really just it's just in color the but shadows. the lighting the lighting that they're doing is very very which film noir shadows which yeah i don't okay okay but we're not talking about art yet i mean that is what we're talking about i mean yeah but we don't normally talk about art first I mean, we can talk about art first. That's what I'm talking about right now. So why are you trying uh, to change the subject? I don't think that it's very... I mean, it has high contrast in shadows, which for film noir, it's supposed to add drama to it and more emotion to it and more suspense, which I didn't think that the uh, use of shadows added more drama or suspense, which could just be my opinion based on the heavy shadowing and then the extremely pop art of color. Yeah, I think, I, I think the... supposes the intent on noir being edgy when you have pop art color. I mean, I, I'll, I'll say yes and no. And I mean, what I, what I definitely mean is, is that I loved about this was the, the play on shadows. How are you going to tell me that this scene right here does not add, like, drama because of the shadowing. If that were just a bright red guy standing in front of a desk with like no no real shadow like like he's got here, it would be far less dramatic. But the drama of a big character and the drama of mystery that is film noir and the reason why it's shot with heavy shadows there's no mystery of this character and the only reason that he looks dramatic is because he's big and red and a demon type of character okay let's go to the, the immediate next here, but hold on i don't think that the shadowing here is what makes him dramatic he has generic in this specific panel in which you are talking about where he's talking to his aged father figure Mm-hmm. The shadowing is just as generic as any superhero, like heavy contouring done in Thor or in Captain America. This specific you panel that find you're me to... where Thor is this heavily shadowed, and, and and I will say that you are right. Storm is on my side. Um, and then okay, so fine. But then let's look at the immediate next image of, um, what, what was his, I can't even remember his name, Brutenholm? Um, it, broom, it's supposed to be like pronounced brooms. Storm. 
I think Broom was his nickname. No, it said it was pronounced Broom. Like Broom. Oh, okay. Like Anyways. Broom so Broom. You, not, you, are I mean, you telling me that the shadow of him? Hold, not okay. Brutenhold. I was just saying it. Okay. Anna. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Are you going to sit here and tell me that the the shadowy version of Broom right below is not adding drama and mystery when he's literally saying, I have to tell you something, but I can't remember it. I didn't really find it all that heavy impact mystery. I kind of found it, I mean, aside from what he says. What do you consider to be mystery? Like, it legitimately does not really get that much more mysterious than that. Than blatantly saying, oh, I want to tell you something, but I don't remember it. Yeah. We're talking about the art. So, I mean, we're like trying I'm to have a fluid conversation here. You, aside from this beach bubble, I don't find, I mean, it's that specific panel does a good job in being eerie, I guess. But I think what catches me on the whole eerie element to it is a lot to do with the amount of color added in to the heavy shadowing. Okay. Because for me, it doesn't speak as strongly in being mysterious or, or mood heavy. It just kind of reads as an older comic. Like, uh, which they also talk about um, in the very beginning intro, which I read at the end, but at the very beginning intro, it also talks about um, how when these comics were being written, mm -hmm. comics weren't looked at as anything great or fantastic aside from being knockoffs on the newspaper comics. And uh. since then, the roles have reversed. And this very much speaks to me as just a generic, like, newspaper comic. The heavy use in shadowing and the, um, the use of extremely bright colors it is very okay. Sunday. And you feel like the story that's being told at the same time alongside the art, since our first portion of this show is usually talking about everything all at once. Um, you don't think you, you think that this story that's being told is also very knockoff Sunday newspaper comic. No, um, no, I don't just think the that the art story is. I don't think that the story. Yeah, just the art is. And. I think that I would have enjoyed the art a little bit more with the use of shadows if it was a more muted color palette. Even if it was just like straight up black and white with pops of color being Hellboy. Or like being the, the moments where like the dude's eyes glow yellow. Or much later in the comic, the entire paneling is yellow. Like having pops of color as a usage for storytelling, like to push that, would have added more for me to the darker undertone that is the story. So like, yeah, the pops of color for me didn't match the tone of the story and that set me back personally from enjoying the art for what it was. Because I mean, the art style, heavy shadowing for me like this isn't necessarily my favorite thing just because you lose a lot of detail. So then if you lose all of that detail, I would like it to mean something and to really matter and for it to really make that good punch I think it would have been beneficial to have maybe a slightly muted color palette with pops of color versus everything is pop of color or it's black okay. I can I can see where you're coming from but I do I, I feel like 
again the the mood of this comic um with the dramatic coloring just all around um did play heavily into what i picture as a lot of lovecraftian um uh inspiration so i i feel like i feel like it lended itself well to the story um i haven't read any lovecraft books i know what they are i just have never read them I am not sure that they are books that you would actually enjoy. Probably not. I've also never seen like the the movies, the movie adaptations. Of- yeah, the movie adaptations are pretty good though. Are, are pretty fun to watch. Um, I think of H.P. Lovecraft it, books. Yeah, is it Lock yeah. and Key? Is that the comic that's kind of based around Lovecraft as well? Maybe. Maybe. That's, I mean. I have to double check uh, because it's because of that. It's been a comic that's on my list of like of, of independence that I want to read. Um, so I was kind of pleasantly surprised that we step into this and we get into some spooky paranormal stuff. And like I, I knew that um, the bureau, the BRPD bureau, BPRD bureau of paranormal. Something, Disturbances? Something. I don't remember. It's it's I BPRD, know. I think. Um, and and I had always wanted to. So there's a BPRD comic run uh, that like is essentially following uh, like Abe Sapien around on on cases like this, and I, I was really excited to kind of take a kind of spooky paranormal um, in the movie mystery kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like almost like X Files, but where Mulder and Scully are also paranormal creatures. Um, and in the sense of what I was looking for, I got what I was looking for. Okay. Um, so I think that's I think that's the difference, and I knew what the art was going to look like going into it. It was one of the reasons why I. I picked it because I I was I liked the heavy heavy contrast not just of like light and shadow but like the 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 use of color on every panel um lends to a, a adding additional contrast in my opinion. It is heavy contrast. I just think that it doesn't establish mood as well by combining heavy shadowing and bright color okay. um because think, like here here the colors are much more muted and i think it, it it speaks better for the tone of the comic whereas in like the last fan, page even um when he's still talking to Brumenhold, and it's like this really nice and heavy contrast and then the backdrop color is this magenta purple and you're just like, but why? <laughs> why? I mean, they, they are what com- not complementary colors. They're uh, magenta and red. No, no, yeah, they're not p- complementary. I'm thinking um, there, there's like the adjacent colors, tertiary, but it, um, but they're not. I mean, they're in the same color family, Hmm. again, which doesn't speak to heavy contrast anymore, other than one solid block of color next to a different solid block of color. Um, 
So I just think that mood wise, it speaks better when the, and even when you see it in this comic, when it's um, more muted colors, I think it matches the tone of the comic a lot more. Otherwise you get panels like this, where in the top one, it's this pink with the green frog, mm -hmm. which are complementary colors to each other. It's just, it kind of reminds me more of Andy like, Warhol. I was going to say the same thing, like Andy Warhol pop art kind of. Which does not speak to like the grit of the comic. No. And I will, I will agree with you there. It's like, there are the, but it, I don't feel like all of the art is that in this book. And it's, it's more um, like it, it's one off panels like this. It's not, every panel becomes like that. Um, and I think that is more... Like, I can agree with you that it's jarring to go from frog panel to, like, literally any other panel on this page. Um, and it, it's... The only one that I really love on this page for the panel is the bottom one where he's going into the shadows. Right. Um, and I think, again, like... I almost feel like if the if the environment stayed the same and this was a frog like jumping onto a table in this ugly colored room um it would be different um but because of that stark jump from like all of these this like muted blues and purples and um all of that going straight into you know, your magenta background and all of this. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're what you're saying there. But I feel like that wasn't that wasn't so prevalent in the book all the time that it took me out of it. It's not that it took me out of it. It's just one of those things where I didn't think the art pushed the story for the majority of the story. There were moments where I was really into it and then there were other moments so many colors and then yet you're still missing so much detail to where you're like then why even have so many colors i gotcha you can't see half of the face and yet the entire room is like a teal and green and normal colors like it didn't okay it didn't have the the effect that i felt the story could have matched or the 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 art could have matched the story better um more frequently throughout the story throughout the book gotcha um but i i, I think i think we're obviously going to be disagreeing again on well no we didn't disagree on the art for the last book no we didn't disagree on the art we disagreed the on the story for the last book Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Don't. Why are you apologizing? Like, I just think that it, it could have. There are panels where I'm like, yes, this is exactly what. If you want to do heavy shadowing, like I can totally get behind this. And then there were others where I was like, okay, <laughs> why? Why so, is this happening? Yeah. And I can. I, yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's just not your thing for for this. And I get it. Like the story was not my thing for Immersion Manhunter. Mm. Um, but uh, let's let's talk about the story a little more because okay. um, 
I I really enjoyed the story. I thought it was um it was it was good at establishing that Hellboy has an origin, but we don't really know his origin. So it it's good at uh, giving you kind of that hook. Um, it's a good introduction without giving you answers. Right. Um, but it and it gives you that kind of it gives you the bait um, for the the whole book of like. Oh, there's a lot of mystery as as to where Hellboy came from, but we're not going to tell you at this, you know, this book. This is something he's going to learn over time. So, like it, the the hook to get the reader invested and interested, um, I think they did really well with, um, at like kind of peppering throughout. I don't I don't remember what book it was that we were talking about. Uh, I think it might have been. It it might have been Planet Hulk. I can't remember completely. Um, where we were, uh, where it's like there there were, the story did not. Oh no no it was. Oh my gosh what what was our independent last month? Rat queens. Yeah that that's that's the one. Um so, how they kind of didn't. They, there wasn't a good through arc for any one character, like to yeah. keep you interested, especially in um, that one girl. Whereas here, it's like they introduced you to the character. They didn't like really tell you that much about it. They focused on the story, the mystery that they were working on. Yeah. While slightly peppering in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't, you didn't because. They didn't establish enough about any of the characters to empathize with any of the characters because they were just delving into into um, a backstory that also lacks empathy. Because I mean, it's it's a it's a dark story without having any trauma linked to it. Well, I mean, not that we know of through this. Yeah, which would then make you empathize though with the character if it was. See, a I mean, I I can I can still empathize with a character who is struggling with his own identity and not knowing why he's. But did here. you feel like he struggled in this book with his identity? I didn't feel like he struggled with it until the very end when he was kind of like killing off his only outlet for finding out. I feel, like like I feel like he's lived fifty years in this. With it anymore. I feel like he's. To... Oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. Um, I feel like he's lived fifty years on this planet and hasn't been able to find the answers that he's looking for. So he's kind of given, given up, up on it, which yeah. you know, completely understandable. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this potential source of information is trying to murder everyone on the planet. Yeah, but I mean, he never shows any interest in learning any more about it, which is understandable. The murder-crazy information source that mm -hmm. is in the book. Well, and also understandable because the way that he gets this information is essentially becoming this guy's like pet or slave yeah. or whatever. So I still find empathy for not wanting to be completely under the control of another person 
in order to get the information about my life. Like, okay, I get you can empathize with the situation, yeah, but you don't feel his pain because he didn't display any pain, and there was no character development to show that the character is in pain or has been in pain. No emotions truly were displayed. Even when Broomenhold dies, it's a very quick turnaround that you don't get to see the human side of this character, which I know comes out or should, I, I would imagine comes out in later comics, just given the movie and the fact that this is a long run character. Mm-hmm. I struggled with this one story-wise because I'm like, I know that I would like the character if I got to know the character. And I think that this one was heavy story, which makes sense. I feel like this was an introduction to the genre of book that this was going to be. Yeah. While still giving you a hook at, okay, here's the main character, and this this is the conflict that he is facing um like personally within himself but we want to introduce you to also what this book is going to be and not necessarily this was this was very much like the prologue to a novel that happened to have images whereas i think the following comics are going to be much more character driven and overall story driven this one was literally just like the prologue setting up everything which Again, makes sense. So that's why I'm like struggling with liking the story or not liking the story because I was kind of the real. The, the reality is that she been. wants to not like the story so that uh, this is closer to a score of what her book was. No, it's not at, at all. Because the thing is, I know that it would progress well, and it's a good story for anybody who wants to start with Hellboy. It's a good story for anybody who's wanting to get into like a mystery genre comic or even just experiment with mystery reading without having to pick up a big fat like 400 page book i think it's good sci-fi as well without being like super sci-fi like yeah like i mean everyone knows good sci-fi like you know when when you think of sci-fi one of the first things people think about is usually like dune or star wars or star trek um but this is good sci-fi that's not like super heavy on sci-fi you know what i mean sci-fi where everybody is a very real character just not a very real human being because they're not human beings it's sci-fi light yeah so i think that it's a good intro thing it's just one of those things that i almost wish in addition to these you got like the following issues versus at the very end you got the very first like comics they ever posted mm-hmm. which i did read those and i yeah, thoroughly I did too. those I, I did so as well. that's why yeah so that's why i'm like i don't want to say that i didn't like the story because it was literally just like reading the prologue so i mean there was no i didn't feel attached to any of the characters because you didn't really get to know any of the characters as their personalities you literally uh, just saw them working okay. and then you saw the main conflict that is going to be the through line for the remainder of this the remainder of the series uh, 
Um, I can I can I get behind really that. Those two, yeah, those two end cap ones. Mm-hmm. I I especially did just for the sheer fact that it's like, oh man, this is gonna come in. It's gonna bring up so much like different mythologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is this is gonna be so so interesting and so cool. Um, and, and uh, I want to know more about the other villain that you saw in the end cap. So yeah. Dude, Nazis always make a good villain. My phone is on loud. Sorry. Um, um, Nazis always make a good villain. Yep. Apparently, so does a brain in a di- in a in a bottle with a gorilla as their main henchman, because that's a trope that's through this and DC and I think Marvel. It is yeah. in DC. And I, I have a feeling it's also in Marvel, but I can't think of it in Marvel. I, I mean, know the only thing that I can think of close to it would be Modoc in Marvel. Uh, but there's like a talking brain in DC. Yeah, there's a talking brain in DC. Um, so yeah, I can definitely understand what you're saying about about the story here. Um. For you and I, you know what, like thinking about it. Yeah, you, you are, you're not wrong. You didn't get a lot of information on, um, on a lot of the characters, but, uh, again, like that was the opposite was my issue for rat Queens. Like I loved, I loved rat Queens. I really enjoyed reading it and I want to read more. Um, but they did not. They where they should have just focused on like one aspect yeah. of Rat Queens for that first volume. Like they should have either introduced the world or they should have like introduced one or two like like deep dove into one or two of the of the Character. queens. Yeah. You know? Which, um, I mean this at least does that for you. It deep dived into the world, just not any of the characters. Right. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, I think dive later. Right. I think I think they did. I think the story did better here than it did with Rat Queens. I um, see that. Just for just for the sheer fact that it stuck to one thing to uh, to it focus on. Yeah. Yeah, and it still put like Sorry. put in those hooks of, but you want to read more because you're gonna want to know where Hellboy comes from. Or you're gonna want to like, and it still made those hooks with well for both him and Liz. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. I think it did it well with with uh, Sapien as well, uh, Abe, because it's like they had that one, uh, that one scene. It's like where, where you here? Is it here? Yeah, um, it's like where uh, Abe was discovered. Oh, yeah, and it's like they they introduce the hook for, I think, each of the three main characters and add that sense of, like, oh, wow, all three of these people are kind of messed up. And you know nothing about how they well, began, ever. And it seems like at least two out of the three don't know where they came from. And the third doesn't know why she is the way that she is. Yeah. So I think it's... Uh, I think it's going to be interesting that it's like they're going to be solving these super paranormal mysteries at the same time, like coping Learning with the with their own identity. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I will say like, I'm less inclined. This is just the, my personal, I don't think that this would be how anybody who reads this comic would view it. So, I mean, this being my personal take on scoring this. Reading this really just made me want to watch the movie more than continue reading the comic. Oh, it did both for me. But that's just a, I don't think that's the case for, I think the majority of people who are going to read this, who uh -huh. even have seen the movie, are going to want to read more. I think for me, it was the combination of I'm not really attached after reading this to any of the characters because it didn't set that up for me in that way. Um, and for me, just for me um, in that way. And then I'm not in love with the art. So like both of those things together for me doesn't push me to continue reading it. Mm -hmm. But I do think that you're right. It sets up the three main characters really well too want to learn more about right and it, but it doesn't like go so deep into them that it's like okay so we've now gone so deep into the stories of these three characters that we're just going to very quickly go through the current conflict uh-oh oh no everything froze Oh, no. Right. You froze too this time, though. I did, yeah. and so did, so did OBS. So hopefully hopefully that ends up okay. We'll find out in okay. editing. Um, um, but yeah. And Abe was my favorite in the movie, too. So I'm just like, oh, I want to know Abe's backstory the most. <laughs> uh -huh. I definitely uh, want to know Abe's backstory the most also. It's not like they really got a chance to go over it in the movie either. So it's like, I legitimately don't know anything about Abe. Yeah. And I don't really remember much about <laughs> Hellboy. I, I feel like his, his hand is a key. Like, I feel like that was, that was a thing in the movie. I, I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Yeah, it's been a while for me. I also it. just now noticed that in this uh, panel with Liz... That there are black frogs jumping in it. Oh, no, I definitely, I went back. So after you have the next one and she's like, oh, no, these frogs. And I was like, wait. And so I went back and I go, yeah, froggies. Yeah, man. See, again, the magenta with the red. It makes it more like. Pop art. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, I get it. Like I said, I, I, I understand. Yeah, no, no, no. But it I didn't know. it didn't take me out of it. I I enjoyed it. I I I enjoyed the art a lot. Um and so usually I'm uh, I'm really Let's see and then in this one where it's all black and blue and mm -hmm. then you have him as the like stark contrast of a pop I like. Yeah, absolutely. I wish it wasn't like such a bright blue, but that's okay. I could get over that. <laughs> um, I actually think this was the the page that I picked for like my favorite panel because I really yeah. liked what? Yeah. Yeah, because I really liked um this this tall one, um on the first on the first page, um, where he's throwing the frog out the window. Yeah. The uh, no, no, no. The the like where he's falling, where he's. Oh, oh, okay. I just again I love the the shadow work of it. 
Um, I, I think it. I think it looks. I, I thought it looked cool. Um, I just. I. I. I enjoyed seeing the, especially how Hellboy looked like that. I think I, pretty much loved every panel that uh, that, Hellboy, Hellboy was, was in. in. At least I loved Hellboy in his panels. Mm. Um, I'm also. I will say also. Sorry, this is kind of random, but. Right because you were saying you loved him and his thing and I was thinking costumes for him. I am, I do or would hope that in other ones, you kind of learn all the stories on what all is in his coat. Oh, okay. When he's like, all of my charms should have protected me. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, charms, what? <laughs> Say what? Um, yeah, and I thought the, I thought the, I thought the villain was kind of cool. Did you catch... Like, who from history this villain was? No, I had a really hard time figuring out if he was the dead guy or if he was the um, last missing. I knew who he was from the beginning, like, in relation to Hellboy coming onto this plane of existence. Yeah, 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 yeah. But with the little files page, I was, I was like... Oh, you were trying to figure out which one of them he was? Yeah. He wasn't any then, of those. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Are you talking about this page? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't think he, I, I don't think he was supposed to be any of these. Well, then that explains why I was. Except, uh, no, no, he's name unknown person. Yeah, the last one. Okay, yeah. I was between him being the very, very last one or the one where they were like, oh, yeah, he's dead with the Beatles after the guy was like, the largely exaggerations of my death. And I'm like, what? Well, so <laughs> he... Does not look like him? So, yeah. I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find the panel, but he, like, he talks about... That was one of my favorite pages. I like the flashback panels a lot, too. Like... But see, the flashback panels were kind of the mood that you expected throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it should be right around here. Oh gosh, I'm 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 sorry, uh, but like he he talks about how he was shot, poisoned, and thrown in a freezing river in Russia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I did get that. I did get that. It's like, oh, you're Rasputin. I did get that because I was like, Anastasia? And then we continued reading and I was like, okay, I guess. I don't know if he's actually supposed to be him or not. But no, I'm pretty Yeah, I, no, no, no. I did get that with the. And when he said that, you know, my motherland is Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started singing into the dark, or the dark of the night. And it was a vibe. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and I thought his death was also kind of funny with how Rasputin dies in the movie Anastasia because I chuckled. Um, and, and I thought his his character design was very ominous and and creepy. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed that. Um, and then like going back and looking at the first panels and like really understanding um what Broom uh like how he actually like wiped away all this like dust and grime on Rasputin and triggered all of this. Like I, I didn't realize yeah. it until 
I started looking through the panels again. I'm like, but oh no, my you, god. When you have the story then again, and he was like, yeah, I meditated. I was like, oh, you're him. Ah. Yep. <laughs> Although learning how long he was frozen like that, very much like, damn. Which also makes sense given how old and immortal this man is. Yep. And that he consumed all of his his mates, his travel mates. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I was I was hoping for more of the black and white vibe that you got from. Gotcha. I I can understand. Um, that. Because I mean, there's still that pop of color that I think makes an impact mm -hmm. and you could have still done when you have the fire scene at the end you could have still done that all in yellow completely fine right uh, to emphasize what was happening um i will say because we're near it right now page 89 i think it was page 86 page 86 sorry um, my favorite panel itself was the one with Abraham on the ground and the yeah that 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 is a supposed dead guy with the shadow in the back. I thought fit the film noir mystery moment really well uh -huh. while still having quite a bit of color, and I loved the overall mood and very much the mummy meets the spirit type of a moment was super dope to me. Um, and well done. The other one that I liked was page, what is this page? I don't know. Page 101. Okay. And I also liked page 104. So 101 does the whole fire in a muted tone uh -huh. with the shadows and even just with the colors that I kind of felt like added the ash quality to it yeah. um which made it more solemn which whereas page 104 has it being extremely bright and vibrant which adds the energy but it's all still very limited in the color palette that i think adds the drama yeah i i, the I can fully agree and understand that i i really like um on 104 i like this panel where rasputin's like breathing fire uh, at Hellboy, like really, really cool looking, um, in in my opinion. These were the the fire ones, the one hundred four and the one hundred one ones. Are, I think that they used the color in a limited color palette uh -huh. really well for storytelling. My favorite favorite one is eighty six with Abe and. Yeah, absolutely. I understand. Dead, dead. dead. Great, 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 great granddaddy <laughs> and uh i i definitely liked the kind of cliffhangery ending where it's like oh rasputin's dead so now let's awaken the other the other uh, yeah. nazis Nazi members mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah i i i i enjoyed this book overall um so i guess let's get into um ratings um and I always start with story. Um, I will give this story. I think I give this story a seven. Um, you know, it, it's. 
I, I do agree with some of what you're saying um, in the sense that, uh, yeah, like there, there's not a lot to keep you super invested in the personality of the characters, just the, the story of where they come from. Um, and I do agree that the personalities didn't get to shine that much in this specific uh, volume. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I was saying before, I really think this was a good introduction to the world that we're, um, th that the reader is going to be going through. Um, and I, I think the fact that they focused on that as a, as a big thing um, yeah. really made this book better for me. Yeah, I, I also was going to give it a seven for pretty much the same reasons. And the fact that, like, I would still recommend it to anybody who liked the movie, who wants to get into comics, wants to get into just this overall genre, regardless if they're interested in it from a comic standpoint, film standpoint, or novel standpoint. It's a good taste of, of it. Mm. Um and then, yeah, everything that I, I, I said that kind of just knocks it down a few pegs for me is I'm not from this alone. Like, if I knew absolutely nothing else about uh, the franchise of Hellboy from reading this alone, I'm not super invested in the character. But it sets up the characters well enough that I think even in just the the next comic, even just the next single issue one, mm -hmm. you'd be a little bit more tied in just based off of us reading those little end cap, like special ones that you have. Right. Gives more life to the characters themselves in such a way that would be interesting to continue reading. So, yeah, yeah. seven. Um, reasonable. Um, so art. Oh, art is a me. That is okay. Me. So, okay. I don't want to go so low as saying five because I mean, I do like, I just, I, I think I'm going to go with a six. Okay. I think I'm going to go with a six because half of the book. Okay, maybe half is a little bit of a stretch. But a portion of the book does what I was hoping that it would do. Um, or enjoy enough doing, like, with the color theme, uh, palettes for the fire. With a few of the single panels doing the muted colors with the pop of color. Versus all stark black and then the pop of color. And then the whole flashback sequence. I thought that bits and pieces of this were done in a way that I was ex I was expecting slash hoping for it to do with the genre and the mood and the entire book. Whereas the other part got way too much pop arty, old age, newspaper comic art that didn't push the tone or the storyline mm -hmm. in a way that enhanced it. But just as a way of saying, I'm a comic. Raw. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so, um... Yeah, that's that's why I'm going to give it a six. I don't think it deserves as low as a five because I think that the art is done well for what it is. I just don't think that it fits my expectations or my hope for it linked and in conjunction with the story. Yeah, I 
I mean, obviously, we we were disagreeing on this throughout. I really enjoyed um, the art. I didn't have any point where I was so dis- distracted by it that it bothered me like it like it did you. Um, mm-hmm. I would give it. I really enjoyed the style. Um, like I said, the the shadow play and and all of that was just like really on point for me, and I I, I enjoyed that um, as a way of kind of setting the creepy, mysterious tone of it, even though you may not agree that it is the same. Um, Well, I also think that, like, sorry, in this one page that you're stuck on with the living room scene, having that go from either all black and white or all extremely muted colors with the dark shadows and then, like, a lightning flash, you get all... would have been so dramatic and so well done. And yet you just outright get all of that color with really dark contrast. And you don't really know if the room is dark or if the, all the lights are on or like how bright the lights are. It doesn't set the mood for me. Sorry. Yeah. It was literally just because we were on that page and I was like, oh. Well, I'm on this page because I really want to point out how much I appreciate the fact that Miss um, Cavendish always calls Hellboy Mr. Boy. Mr. Boy. That was funny. Yeah, it cracked me up every time I read it. I'm like, oh my god, Mr. Boy. Um, so, yeah. So for me, art, I'm giving an 8. Uh, just because it was, it was something different than what I feel like we usually get in the comics that we read. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. So, that's all I have to say about it. Different ends of the spectrum, man. Pretty much. And then, I feel like you have to be really bad for me to give you, like, five or below. Yeah, I don't think we found that book yet. No. It'll be I mean, a... me not liking something and it being bad yeah. or different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and overall, I do first, right? Yeah. Um, overall, I'm going to say I'd probably... Uh, because of how much I enjoyed the art, like I was legitimately going page by page being like, oh man, I really like this. Oh man, I really like this. Um, I'm going to give it an eight overall All right. for that reason. Um, and again, I think it is a solid, solid choice for anyone new to reading comic books to to jump in and start reading um, Hellboy um, or just like wanting to get into something kind of again lovecraftian or that kind of like dark sci-fi mystery kind of shtick yeah no i can totally agree and and i think because of that like my per i don't want to give it a uh, a, i'm not leaning i am not leaning towards the six just because that might be how i took away from it but i don't think that's the score that the book deserves, so I would give it a seven. Okay. Yeah. Because I do think that it lends itself really, really well to anybody reading it, anyone getting started in any of these these elements that we've talked about, uh-huh. um, or categories that we've talked about. It's And I think that if I were to give it lower than a seven, that would just be because of my personal bias of not having fun reading yeah i was about to say you're kind of going more off of the fact that is this was not a story for you but it is it it wasn't bad 
Yeah. I get it. Which is why which is why I want to give it the seven, not the six. Between the two. I dig it. I think that is reasonable. Reasonable. Um, yeah. And this one was such a more I mean, I was gonna say such a more civil conversation, but I mean we weren't angry at each other last time. It was just funny. We yeah, we we just we disagreed a lot more last uh last <laughs> episode. <laughs> Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about what next week's book is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next week's book is the manga of the month. And that was my pick. And it's Eminon. Eminon. That's how I keep saying it. Eminon. Eminon. Okay. Eminon volume one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cover looks really pretty. I haven't delved into it yet. Oh no, we're all frozen again. Um, I can't hear you, Anna. So we're. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna talk. Um, I had. Read in the past for manga or comic. You're gonna have to start that over because I did not hear anything because I froze again. Oh, okay. Um, uh, for picking Eminon, I did like the art that like, you get in the little preview thing for Amazon and Comixology. Um, and the storyline itself sounded really interesting and drew me in just because it was very different from anything I have read previously any format. And I've never read, like, a, a book based on, just, like, just based on the little summary that you get when you have it. It's very, very different. So it'll be fun, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I took us on a wild ride again, and it wasn't uh, like I thought it would be. I feel like with the manga, I have not been as good at uh, at like being um, objective with it because it's like I really don't know what's good manga and what's bad manga. Just that, hey, you know what? I didn't hate this. That's true. Um. Anyways, Anna, where can people find you on the internet? I am on the Instagram under Anna underscore Riddick, or uh, which is my personal account, mostly my dog, or my art account, which is a Riddick underscore designs. Ben, you? Oh, you know, everyone can always find me everywhere, pretty much as it's Ben Pie. Um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you know, everywhere. I'm you just know? it's a Ben Pie. Um, and sometimes you can find me doing the things with the video games like Pokemon, uh, where I'm doing the Genlock challenge. I also DM, uh, you know, a d and game, a homebrew game with some friends on Sunday on Twitch at Eats Ben Pie. Uh, you know what you're, you sound like right now to me? What? You know the bomb expert from Atlantis? Oh. The Disney movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you started out sounding like Bartok, and then you ended the guy from Atlantis. Let's see, you've got your nitroglycerin, your fuses, your sticks, some extra nitroglycerin. Uh, but yeah, of course, you can also find um, all of these things at itsbenpie.com forward slash links. 
Um, including our Instagram for social media related to like this only, which is sibling exactly. rivalry. Hell yeah, it is. It's hell boy. Ha <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to tune in next week for our manga read, Amanon. Um, and uh, until next week, Shalomaste. Shalomaste.